sports story everyone's talking about today is just moments away. So call or text us right now at 573-875-KTGR and make your voice heard. This is The Big Show with Andy and Brendan on KTGR. Well, boy, is that some welcome news on this Thursday. Andy, Brendan, producer Chris Mitchell with you here on The Big Show, KTGR and KTGR.com. Yes, Mizzou fans, there is some breaking news that has just come down the wire. And it's good news, positive news. In the wake of all that Blake Baker stuff, it's nice to have something good. Andy, I'm sure, is going to share it with you in a moment when the top five at five comes up. But after that, we'll do a little Chiefs Chargers over-unders. Over-under, 0.5 Travis Kelsey appearances at the Golden Globes. Well, I don't know. You may may need to take the under on that one. We'll do some Mizzou-Georgia over-unders as well at 525. And then at 545, I'll explain why there is no darn play fate eliminate today. And it's a pretty good reason in my estimation. 573-875-KTGR to give us a call or a text today on the show. But first, got to do this because it's 5 o'clock. It's time for the top five at five on the big show. Number one. You want to trade away for curtain number one? You can have curtain one. Well, let's maybe start with the the news that we learned about last night, and that's uh, coming from 24-7 Sports, that Missouri defensive coordinator Blake Baker named as a, quote, leading candidate, end quote, to potentially take the LSU defensive coordinator job. LSU cleaned house on the defensive staff. Brian Kelly looking to shake things up there. And Blake Baker already signed a contract extension with Mizzou. We don't know the details of that extension, but he has deep ties to the uh, the Louisiana. He used to coach at LSU. He, that was where he was before the Mizzou job. His wife went to LSU. He went to Tulane. He's got a whole lot of connections there. So it, it's an obvious fit as that job opened up. Mizzou reportedly trying to keep him. I think they have to walk a fine line, though. It's I don't know if there's there could be some risk involved with potentially going too far uh, trying to up an offer that you already have on the books for Blake Baker. Sometimes the connections uh, to LSU might be a little too deep. We'll have to see maybe in the next couple of days what happens. Number two. Number two. Your timing is impeccable. But there's good news coming in just the last 10 minutes or so. Zoo's wide receiver core is going to be pretty much all intact for 2024. Theo Weiss Jr. announcing through Mizzou's social media accounts that he's staying with Mizzou, not going to declare for the NFL draft, not going to go anywhere else, he's going to run it back with the Tigers one more time. Came over from Oklahoma, uh, transferred in for this 2023 season, was a huge part to the Tigers' success on offense. Boy, we're looking at that November 9th Mizzou-Oklahoma matchup in Faro. That will be something. Number three. There's Well, the Chiefs uh, got uh, some guys back in practice today. Isaiah Pacheco went through uh, practice. They already know that they're not going to play Patrick Mahomes. Blaine Gabbard is going to get the start. Travis Kelsey, is is he going to play? How much will he play? I think we know that he's not going to be at the Golden Globes, even though they are in L.A. He could be attending with Taylor Swift, who is up for one of those awards. But, um... He has work. <laughs> he has a football game to play at. They're important. Come on. Number four. Oh, I shanked it. Mizzou women's basketball starts SEC play today in one of the toughest ways you possibly can. At defending national champion LSU is ranked number seven in the country. Tigers uh, looking to build on the non-con schedule that had a good finish. They went to Illinois and uh, won that game towards the tail end. But the SEC schedule is a different animal. And LSU is no joke. Number five. What is the five fingers? Say to the face. Slap. 
Maybe I can wiggle out a play fade eliminate from Brendan. It's the Big Show's top five at five on KTGR. 875-KTGR if you want to call or text us. You know I'm going to try my darndest, it. too, right? For what? Yeah. Play fade eliminate of what? You want to do play fade eliminate of Golden Globes? Award? Like what? <laughs> yes. What is there to play to fade to eliminate this week? I don't see anything on the books. I mean, I don't see anything. It's I, all I know is that the fantasy football websites they have not stopped this week. I'm just I'm just saying that. But but I, again, you'll I'll, get to why because to why you're break, ref, outright refusing eight seven five KTGR on my part. Uh, call or text us. Uh, all right. Well, 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 let's get to the breaking news. The good news uh, for Mizzou football that just broke. Theo Weiss is back. Going to use that last year eligibility, play with uh, Mizzou one more season. So that means they've got Theo back. They've got Mookie Cooper back. Yeah. You already were going to have Luther Burden and a bunch of the other guys uh, that – that Does Luther Burton this year. even need to say that he's back? Is no, that, like, that's what he did last year. Well, he has year. to be. He, like he did, I suppose. I mean, you really think he's going to leave? Not any, no, there's not any doubt. doubt but yeah. it's like because last year there were some rumors, and it was like unsubstantiated. And then he had the tweet that said, "I'm not going anywhere," and also buy my you chips. Know, buy my chips. <laughs> <laughs> Which is, you know what? I don't. That's exactly what he should have done. It was a right. brilliant, brilliant thing, and it shows the power of of you know how athletes can use nil to their advantage. And it's in a in a true actual way, Andy of NIL, and not just like oh, let's you know pay a player to come to a school. That's not that's that's the beauty of of Luther Burton's NIL stuff and, and Brady Cook. Like it's being utilized in a way that it makes sense. Um, so it's great with that. But yeah, he's going to be back, and the we're getting the band back together at, at wide receiver. Brady Cook is going to have some weapons. Oh my goodness! And again, November 9th, Mizzou, Oklahoma. Pro field, get ready. Popcorn, yeah, everything. Yep. Come on. I'm gonna say I know that much. Eight. I'll call it eight. One one twenty two and two. Eight catches, one hundred twenty two <laughs> yards, two touchdowns for Theo. <laughs> That's the game, baby. That's. A, I'm giving you the stat line. <laughs> oh man. Eleven months in advance. Oh boy. I'm so glad he's coming back. Not only because of that game, just in general, but like. That is one specific thing to really be excited about and look forward to. That'll be something. Uh, 875-KTGR, give us a call or a text. Uh, Old Jay is here on the KTGR hotline now. Old Jay, what you got? Oh, well, first off, um, we I didn't miss any breaking news in the last two minutes about uh, Baker, right? I don't think so. At least uh, as long okay, as I'm not missing it, you know? Well, we're, I was funny because when I was listening to you guys doing Toasted Witches, Wishes, that's when I saw the Theo Weiss news. I'm like... That's awesome. Are they going to mention it? <laughs> so, yeah, that's yeah. awesome that Weiss is coming back. Um, and if the LSU Mizzou um, basketball game is going to be for Blake Baker, what are the chances that we see new players, Shauna East and Amy Shaw oh, uh, on the women's on. team? Feel like come on. Familiar. <laughs> oh. It's kind of funny, though. It is a little funny. <laughs> yeah, Brandon, you but, put uh, that on us. Come on now. That no, I have those. But um, okay, so quick, two quick over unders. Okay, uh, we'll say two touchdown passes for Blaine starting right. Blaine Gabbert starting. For the He's Chiefs. the man. Yes. So we'll say two and a half touchdown passes. Ooh. Two and a half. And Boy, or one and a half. Two and a half. <laughs> because, two and a half. All right. Oh, okay. All right. Go ahead. And and three and a half drops. 
by Kansas City receivers. Oh, just by anybody. Okay. Anybody. All right. Maybe particularly the receivers. But appreciate the call, Jay, here on the Big Show, KTGR. Uh, on the well, Travis Kelsey's dropping the Golden Globe. We already oh, know he, he dropped boy. the ball on that. Yeah, one, but, I suppose uh, so. Gosh, missed opportunity. Um, Blaine Gabbard's not getting three touchdown passes. I, I'm no. Sorry. When he said like, <laughs> when he said two, I was like, yeah, I could take the over one and a half. And then he said two and a half, and I was like, you're ruining it. Um, no, I don't think three touchdown passes. Although you know the the Raiders scored quite a few points against the Chargers once. They um, did, yeah. But a lot no, of that I was defensive he, he could, scores. I yeah, believe yeah, like fourteen yeah. two of them at least. Yeah. They had they had two defensive touchdowns. Yeah. And I actually bet a defensive touchdown in that game is why I remember that. But anyway, anyway, I think Blaine Gabbert will throw a couple touchdown passes. I think it'll be a like a surprisingly not to say that Gabbert's not a good player, but like the Chiefs with Mahomes haven't been a great passing offense of late. I think he'll have a nice day. I think he'll throw a couple of touchdown passes. But no, if you set it at two and a half, you're you're doing the guy a disservice. I think that's gonna be under. Yeah, that's a lofty number to get to for any quarterback most nights, and so yeah, you'll never, you'll never, hardly ever see that as somebody's like an NFL quarterback's line, right? Yeah, in, in you know, at an unnamed sports book or or such. Yeah, so I'm going to go under on that one, but the drops. That's Come an interesting on, that's one. I'm going to say under too because I think like they'll you have a couple every game, but do you have four a game. I don't really know the. Exact. Tabby, I mean, there were some. That's, on that, uh, those were the ones that the Chiefs uh, probably rue the most. Those games that the Chiefs think oh, those were the missed opportunities. I believe there were more than four in the in the Lions game on opening night. Uh, at least uh, one other game where they had more than that. But no, it's not. And that's also a lofty number to get to. They'll have a couple, but not three and a half. That's where I'm at as well. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, that's. It's not great. No, it's, they're going to have their struggles still, most likely. But we'll we'll see how bad it actually is. Uh, other over unders. Give us yours at eight seven five KTGR for this Chiefs Chargers game. Well, again, we're joking about Travis Kelsey here, but even if why he would plays, he play? Why would he play? There's no reason to. If you're not playing Mahomes, isn't? I mean, he's the franchise. I get that, but Kelsey's like. That's the duo. That's the one-two punch. It hasn't really been as productive because, this year. Because, you know I mean, the, there's... Uh, I know you have other on. tight ends, but yeah, you, don't have a, do it. you don't have a big roster. Like You, I, you have them please. rotate in. This as, but game you give, doesn't matter you, at Essentially, all. you switch oh, out yes, the roles. Like You let the other guy get the starter reps, and you let Travis Kelsey you know, be out there every once in a while. Like I, I don't, I don't Chris, see it as a big deal. How does this game matter? Give me the give me the angle there. That there are missing. three players right now who are so close to reaching a thousand yards. Travis Kelsey's one of them. He just needs like like two or three okay. receptions of decent yard. Rashi Rice What's is one the of them total? too. Uh, What's the total for Kelsey? Let's find like out. Like Rice, you play. He's a younger guy. Like you just need to play football. I don't know if it's crazy to to get him out there. Both are play football allotment, kid. but yeah, I mean, I think yeah, but Kelsey specifically like. Not to call the guy old, but sixteen you can use yards the rest. away. He need, literally needs sixteen okay. yards to get a thousand yards. You get you get him as sixteen, and, he, and you get out of there because I do think there could be, you know, Hall of Fame consideration. He's in the Hall of Fame, of course, but like that stuff. How many thousand yard seasons? Like you're you're trying to make the case for greatest tight end of all time. You'll never convince everybody because he doesn't mess, maybe block as much as some of the the old school tight ends did. But I think that. Will sway me. Yeah, I, I agree, Chris. Get him the 16 yards and then get him out of there. Andy, your thoughts? I think that's right. Yeah, you, you let him play for a little bit, and it, if it's only for one quarter, fine. But you know, hell, one play. 
get the first play of the game. <laughs> the first to be play, a strategic, he gets a 16, yeah. A strategic route for Kelsey to get him exactly 16, and then you get him out. He just he doesn't play another snap. I think that would be hilarious because it would be very transparent. <laughs> and you know what? Betters would get so mad because sure. anybody betting on his like over unders or whatever. By the way, don't in this game. It's just it's just too risky to to bother with unless you you know just don't care about lighting your money on fire. But that would be very funny if he just goes one catch, 16, 17 yards, gets the stat, gets out of there. That'd be great. I would love it. And make at least one appearance and then do what you got to do and then get out of there. Go change into your tux and get out of there. (laughs) (laughs) Golden gloves are on. Let's go. Golden gloves. You got to be on the red carpet. He could get there. I I got to look. I think he could get there. He might not make the red carpet, but she can save him a seat. That's my take. Really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. All right. I mean, I suppose if he, you know, for love, anything, right? I, I think he'll be there. I think it's a all a smokescreen. Okay. He wouldn't leave. He wouldn't leave her hanging like this. Okay. I, I suppose uh, with how much she's changed her schedule around to travel to his games, I, I suppose you know. <laughs> this the is least he could do is uh, ship on over off. across town, and uh, I don't know where the Golden Globes are, and. In relation to Inglewood, but it's you know not that not that big of a thing when you're Travis. I'm gonna Gossett. do. I'm gonna try to get some. It appears to be a big, appears to be a big thing when you're Stephen A. Smith, though. Uh, traffic, I uh, can't deal. Well, sure. sorry. Yeah. Now is she, she Golden Globes? That's like is that like movies? How yeah, is but she she's getting... up for uh, she's up for some sort of award that I think is new uh, this year. I'm not particularly sure what it is. The singer is nominated for the show's Cinematic and Box Office Achievement Award. Oh, it's her movie. It's her concert oh, that was okay. technically made go. into a movie. Yeah. So she would be, that's what she's up for, and she'll obviously win it. Like, you know she's going to win it, and yeah. so maybe maybe is that toward the end of the program? He could get there in time for that, get to see her acceptance. That would be nice. It'd be a nice gesture, Andy. That's all I'm saying. Okay, all, I'm all right. Well, yeah. It's Once you're done with work, just uh, hurry on over. Change the car if you have to. And uh, just, you know, make it happen. Uh, but we'll see. 875-KTGR over-unders for, uh, for Chiefs Chargers uh, in this game. Beverly Hilton to SoFi Stadium. Yeah, I mean, you're looking at a 50-minute drive with current traffic. It's only 13 miles, yeah. but that's L.A. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He, he can probably, there are ways, get a police escort. Like, you know, these people own the world. They can do anything police they want. Escort. I think you could probably get a police escort. I think that everybody, I think taxpayers would support it too, because I think because I think that's just how big of a deal. It, it, these, they want to do their is. part to keep this relationship alive. You got to do it. I think it. I'm just saying it might be a consideration to the benefit <laughs> of the world. You know, every, everything's going great globally right, this past yeah. year as a result of this one relationship, and so I think it's important to keep it intact and and keep everybody happy. That's all I'm saying. You know, there were rumors. And look, I don't want to give all any kind of credence to these rumors, but guess what? I'm going to say talk them on the air. All right, perfect. But there were some. So we're doing this. There were all some right. out. Uh, there were some folks out there saying they were like already engaged and they did it like secretly or something like that. Ooh. Which I have no idea. Oh, and, again, no idea if that's even. You're saying true that's or not. that's confirmed. You've no, you've confirmed no, that no, no, not at all. Um, it's just fun to think about, you know. I guess it is fun to think about. <laughs> it's very. It, there's a lot of stuff going through my mind that is. It's funny on this whole. This whole, like, how did this happen? How did we get here? 
in 2023-24. I know, just how? It's been how, crazy. How did we get started from the bottom, now we're here? It seemed like just yesterday, Travis Kelsey was was at the station recording some some commercials, and <laughs> Andy was too nervous to talk to him. No, that, that wasn't it. No, that wasn't it at all. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> I spent you weren't even I here. Like, Come sounded, on now. I wasn't there. I sounded a little squirrely for about 30 seconds because I was debating if I was going to say <laughs> that or not. Wouldn't have been and me. I was like, ah, forget Come it. Come on. I would have told him to pick no, up the Andy, pass blocking. It just, the ti- the timing just didn't work out for an interview. I didn't even that's know he was, was there. It wasn't that, any, that's how, that's wasn't, how it Is that what it was? Yeah, no, Andy didn't like, They. Yeah, it's all good. Shielded I'm, him and did, you know, brought him in, brought him out, almost like Brought him in, brought him out, totally. Very quick. But I thought. Is that right? Andy was Andy. I told Andy you got to ask about Taylor Swift, and he said, "No, I'm not." That was way before. Like, what? No, I think that, no, it, I think no, it that's right. That, that's was the that thing. Like, this it was, year? No, no, it was not. It was I believe it was like two right, years yeah, ago. Or so like that or wasn't last, even on like the radar. Like, <laughs> <laughs> that was before the concert even happened in Kansas City. Like, come on now. Oh, it's oh so funny. man, it's so. Funny. <laughs> I, I know. I just hey, if we're throwing out unsubstantiated rumors, right? Like, yeah, then here. you're, then you're gonna go I ahead would, and find yours. And... I would contribute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm cracking myself up. Just at this lying point. on the radio. That's crazy. Well, you know, I when guess. Rome, when went on the radio, I suppose. Went on the radio. You gotta lie. It's the only way to get. Are there like to laws get anywhere that tell you like business. not to do that, or am I bugging? Nah, I mean, the little words like libel, slant. What are those anyway? Right? Oh we did, boy. I'm I'm obviously joking with Andy, and no, I don't think. Um, <laughs> I, I don't think there's anything out there about a secret engagement, although, you know, you never no, know. No, yeah, it was just a blog that I read somewhere. Because, look, we're, we're going. Yeah, who reads those who's, rags who's anyway? Reading. Well, I go now because of T-Swift and Travis Kelsey, like, going places never been before they on the Internet. taking over our lives in ways that just, I, like, is there any other couple that's ever, I, I know, like, back in the day, in the like the pop culture world, you had the you know the different pop stars that were maybe or the actors that would get together, but this feels like a very unique. I don't know to me anyway. Maybe I was just too young to remember all the hysteria. But in this age of like the internet era and where social media is, I don't know if there's really been anything quite like this. And for us specifically, it's it's uncanny because we're like so ingrained in the sports world and the fact that it's a you know a famous pop culture person. Linking up with a with a sports hero, in, well, yeah, and in, in our own backyard, it's just crazy. It's but that's surreal, and that's the way we've known this. But it's I'm just reflecting. When we're talking point. about year, this digital media. age of social media, instantaneous, twenty four seven news cycle, no, I don't think anything compares to this. I mean, if you go, if you want to go back in the day, I guess the comparison would be like. Uh, Marilyn Monroe and Joe DiMaggio getting married or something like that, well, like that. Okay, so like a sports comparison, right? Yeah, yeah that. And then like be... anything, anything that Brad Pitt did back like fifteen oh, yeah, twenty years ago definitely. was was kind of like this. But yeah, the, the sports Derek element Jeter? that angle makes it interesting. You know, Derek Jeter did he did he? I'm not going to go there. I'm not going <laughs> to. I'm not going to go there. Just forget I said anything. I, great gift giver, for, so I'm told. Forget I forget I said anything. Thank great you, great gift giver. Is that almost right? Making me step in something. Oh, it's a very complimentary. Oh, <laughs> uh, we went off the rails. Uh, give us uh, Chiefs Chargers over unders if you it's have a, any more. Over under, over under fifty and a half minutes to get 
from SoFi Stadium to the Beverly Hilton oh. where the Golden Globes are being held the night of the event. Because I don't know, like in it's a typical matter. city, you'd go, you'd say like weekend traffic versus weekday traffic. You'd think, you know, there's there's probably a difference there. But L.A., Sunday, I'm sure. Sunday, you know, Sunday late night, afternoon, right? What is that? What is the traffic like at that point? Over I mean, I just, I just assume I it's there. terrible anyway. I don't think any yeah, time it yeah, matters. And, and look, 50 I, minutes to go 13 miles right now on the uh, the 405. That's what we're right we're now. And, at. and it's not rush hour right it's now. It's route. 321 over there. Like it, We're in rush hour right now in mid-Missouri, yeah. but over there it's not quite to that level. So, but Andy, the whole map on Google here is red. The oh whole, yeah, the whole yeah. damn thing is That's, red. That... <laughs> <laughs> like the go. street right next to the two places are blue, and everything else is basically red. Like so. there are places that you legit cannot get to uh, driving in your car, almost. Or don't even and the have people, the patience. You know to what, get though? To. You know what? The coastal elitists they use that as like a point of pride. I'm like, that actually sounds terrible. Yeah. Why are you bragging about? <laughs> well, it's just a way traffic. Of life. Like I lived in, uh, I grew up in Houston, which is very bad traffic. Also, yeah, not comparable to L.A., but people do complain about it quite a bit. And moving here to Mid Missouri, I'm like oh, paradise. Come on now. Look, yeah, I get it. It, it could it, always be worse. It gets congested every once in a while around Stadium and Providence. I get that, you know, but. Man, we're talking traffic. We're talking traffic at five twenty-two on the big show when you're probably stuffing in traffic right now. You're like, oh, I, what I would do to not be week eighteen, in this everybody. Stop and go. Week That's 18. what it makes you do. It's week eighteen, and it just doesn't matter. We're more talking about traffic in L.A., <laughs> which is the bo- more critical to the NFL season right now than Chiefs Chargers. We should fake being like a, a point. Bills or a Steelers show. So we can talk about playoff implications and how uh, important they are. Well, I mean, we'll get to that eventually. We got to we got to give ourselves something. Yeah, it, it'll get there. We, we just... talk so much sports. Don't you get bored of it? That was more fun. <laughs> that was a lot more fun. <laughs> we talk Theo Weiss, L.A. traffic, and the Golden Globes all in the same segment. I mean, that's a, uh, that's uh, a call w that a, call seen. that a segment, man. Chalk that up on the board. Thanks for joining us here at 523 on the Big Show KTGR. We'll keep the over-under game going, and we'll ask about the Mizzou-Georgia hoops game this Saturday. What could happen in that one? Brendan, despite all the football this weekend, not going to give us play fade eliminated. We'll explain why at 545 on the Big Show. You are listening to the Big Show Podcast on KTGR.com. Well, give us your over-unders on Chiefs Chargers. Or your take on L.A. traffic, 875-KTGR. You're on the big show with Andy, Brendan, and producer Chris. I'm surprised we didn't, you know, complain about Phoenix traffic since we're a Phoenix-based sports show, but I guess it's fine over there. Uh, We have no complaints. I have no complaints about the Phoenix traffic because I've never actually been there. So, (laughs) Nor have I been to L.A., but that that didn't stop me last second. It's just, yeah, it's bad. That's and and here it's just fine. It's the exact right amount of traffic that I would like to have. Oh, is there a here. right amount? <laughs> you got to have a little bit, right? <laughs> right yeah, yeah, yeah. Some some things happening. A little action yeah. on the streets, please. <laughs> yeah, something. You don't want to live somewhere yeah. boring with no traffic. You kidding oh, me? Boy. Uh, actually, that would sound kind of nice. <laughs> I don't know, but yeah. uh, we'll see. Eight seven five fifty eight forty seven. Call or text us. Yeah, we went to L.A. traffic and Chiefs Chargers and Theo East uh, coming back uh, from Mizzou football. Heck yes, 
again, the Hooray. wide receiver core is pretty much all intact. You've got all those guys coming back and Brady Cook coming back. We'll see about the running back room. But, I mean, exciting well, transfer. Marcus Carroll. Marcus Carroll. Yeah. I mean, yeah. State, and then I, I heard Quinshawn Judkins is coming, too. So that's good. <laughs> uh, that's not completely confirmed. What is confirmed is he that he's is in, in the, the portal. portal but, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, he's he, you could try for him. but you know. I would, but I, I don't oh, yeah, know you make the any. call. Yeah, you see. Okay, how, how much, call, I suppose. You, you drop the bag. and <laughs> Yeah. But I think Marcus Carroll is going to be a good fit for what they're yeah, for me the, too. like the, the Cody Schrader mold almost right to say, hey, this is a guy that did it at a lower level, did it really, really well. And now he's going to have a chance to, to prove himself. That's very well, and, in the zoo. And I kind of like the precedent. And he was up for the same award that Cody Schrader was yep. up for. He, was just, he didn't make the final cut. He was a semifinalist for the Doak Walker. Cody Schrader was a finalist. But um, but yeah, it's. It's a step up for him, a chance to uh, something prove. If he takes on that mantra, I think he'll fit in just fine. So uh, exciting things for Mizzou's offense going forward. And we'll see about the defense, what Blake Baker decides to do. Uh, reports saying that he's the leading candidate at LSU to be their defensive coordinator, but nothing officially decided yet. Still in a waiting game. In that sense, let's switch over to hoops. Mizzou, Georgia. Opens up SEC play this weekend at Mizzou Arena. Tigers eight and five in non-conference play. Most recent action, easy dub over Central Arkansas. But ultimately, yeah, so <laughs> better than uh, better than a loss. But all in all, the non-con not great from Mizzou. Nope. Um, and if you want to try and get back in any sort of postseason conversation, you got to do really well in conference play in order to do so. And it's getting games like this. Mizzou, according to Ken Palm, there's no, there's no point spread out yet from the uh, sports books. But Ken Palm says it's going to be a three-point win for Mizzou on Saturday. Well, it's a must-win. Yeah. I mean, if you're really talking about having aspirations this season, this is one you got to grab. you got to grab all these kind of – I mean, I, yeah, sure, they're all kind of going to be coin flip games because it's so early. We don't know what these teams are going to be by the end of conference play. Georgia's, you know, they got a 10-3 and record. They've won eight games in a row, but – you know, who have they played to really non-con, right? You're supposed to kind of have your record look like that. Missouri's does not. Missouri's is eight and five. They played a tougher schedule than I would say a, a decent number of teams, but um, they lost more of those games than you wanted to see them lose. So what kind of team are they going to be? Hopefully the kind of team that handles business in these types of games. Otherwise, I mean, you lose this game, you could be looking at sort of the, the bottom tier of the SEC for this year's team. Well, yeah, you have a whole lot of different outcomes for where you could finish. And look, Dennis Gates has has taken teams up off the mat and put them in good spots, despite maybe some some rough games earlier in the year. And he always talks about you know learning from some of these losses that Mizzou has taken. And look, they've had some. They had a very decisive loss against Illinois, which kind of is the the main sour taste in the mouth that Mizzou oh, yeah. hoops fans still have, even with the win over Central Arkansas, like no, it's, <laughs> yeah, it's, that doesn't change it. It doesn't change anything. So you you look forward to the first conference game and think, well, are you going to respond well in this one and get off to a good start to the conference slate? And, and you have to make a statement at home too. Like you got to give fans a reason to buy back in, and I, I think you got a manageable start to at least the the home games you got you. 
you do go to Kentucky next week, but then the the Saturday after that you get South Carolina, who has started well this year. But if you if you pick them off and you uh, get another win there, then that could give another boost as well. So I think this is a kind of a crucial game to set that table. And I look always first thing I look at when I when I see these sorts of matchups is all right, is Mizzou going to be in for it in the rebounding department? Because we know that's a a main struggle for this team most times. And the thing is, like. Mizzou could be just fine because Georgia isn't all that great rebounding the basketball either. So over or under, I guess we'll say plus .5 on the rebounding margin. Do you think Mizzou wins the rebounding battle against Georgia? Now, if it's plus .5, they simply just don't have to lose it. We, we right. can yeah, even it, win it, on the tie. It, it, yeah, essentially. Well, that's also it. So if it's tied, then I guess you don't say over for this does mizzou win the rebounding battle uh yes i'll say at home that they do georgia ranks like 220th or so in rebounding rate uh, mizzou's 258th so that's obviously it's still a little bit worse but um I, I think at home that they that they show up and look like the the bottom could drop out on your season that's still a a potential reality for where they're at right now and losing a game like this, I think would maybe be uh, there'd be like cause for concern that that could happen. Um, so I think Mizzou's they want to avoid that, which I think they do, and Dennis Gates does. You you win this game and you do the things necessary to win it, and against a team that also doesn't rebound well, that should be an opening for you to then say, hey, this is a chance for us to to make our mark in this way in this game. So I say, yeah, they. I'll say whatever the over under question is a little tricky, but I'll say whatever I need to say over or under to indicate that they do win the margin. Well, that would be over then. Yeah, plus point okay. five on Mizzou's rebounding margin. Yes, that over. would mean they're over. Um, I gotta say under. Uh, really, Georgia is pretty long. They got some height to them. Uh, Mizzou has not done all that well with teams like that. And, uh, look, it could be tough on both sides uh, in this game. But somebody has to – in rebounding, it's zero-sum, kind of. It, it's like someone's got to get the rebound uh, yeah. as long as teams are missing it at, at some sort of rate. Maybe it comes down to that, whether teams are actually you know, hitting their shots, which Mizzou had actually shot really well to start the year, but it's kind of come down on the uh, – on the three-point shooting. No kidding has it come you know, down. Yeah, yeah we've been, noticed that. It's been big time there. They're down to 34.4% on the year. I believe they were in the 35, maybe even close to the 36 range to start. Yeah, and when your identity is shooting a bunch of threes, that's not enough to no. like be an elite team or even like a, like a good team. Do you think they get to 35%? 35% over or under in this game shooting threes? Something's got to give. I'm going to decide to be like optimistic about this game. So yeah, like I think they, I think they will. But if if this one's a dud, Andy, I'm gonna. It's gonna to be tough to get me off the mat when it comes to like having some optimism for this year's team because this is this is a kind of game that you win. Like looking at Georgia's schedule, we talk about well they won eight in a row. I mean a lot of those wins: Mount St. Mary's, Alabama, and then North Florida High Point. Yeah. They did beat Georgia Tech. And they also did go to Florida State and, be, and beat Florida State. But, like, their games against, like, tougher teams, Miami, Providence, Oregon, they've played those teams and lost to those teams so far this year. So I I, I kind of tend to believe that this is a gettable game. And if you don't want to be someone on the bottom of the bottom of the totem pole in the conference, then this is kind of one that you need. Yeah, there, there are no 
really bad losses on on Georgia's schedule, where Mizzou they have a bad loss, uh, big time. They sure so, do. Uh, th- that's that's kind of the difference that we see there and what their resumes are at the moment. And uh, again, as far as the, the pred- predictive metrics, they're right next to each other. Mizzou is eighty eight in Ken Palm, Georgia's eighty five. I I genuinely think that we see uh, if somebody can can take charge of this game offensively. Uh, I think you can uh, do some good things against this Georgia defense. I'm going to say, uh, as far as Tamar Bates, because we've wondered, okay, are they going to actually use him as a primary scorer? Is he going to keep getting starter minutes, more chances to facilitate things offensively? Yeah. I'm going to set it at, I have no, it, Sportsbook probably doesn't have it, but I'm going to set it at 16 no, and a yet. half. 16 okay, and a half. Okay, that's a fair for, spot uh, to put it. I'm gonna, Bates. Yeah, yeah. I'll say over. I say he gets the opportunity to go over. Does he hit the shots to get there? We'll see. But I'm going to, again, be optimistic and say that he does. And I think if Mizzou's going to, you know, if this game is played, I don't know what the, I don't really know what the uh, over-under is going to be on the game itself. But if this game's played in the even the 70s, and rather than like the 60s or 50s, I think you are going to need that from Tamar Bates because I think that's kind of where your scoring has to originate. He scored 25 in the win over Central Arkansas. He's getting the opportunities to do it. Hit the shots, and he will. And so I'll say over on that, Andy. I think you said it at a good spot, too. I don't think that's too high or too low. Um, but do, do you think he clears it over or under? Yeah, I think he does. Yeah, I'll, I'll like say uh, maybe not by a whole lot, but if he gets to the 20-point range, then I I like Mizzou's chances of winning this game. So I think that's about where I would uh, hope Tamar Bates to get to if Mizzou's got a good shot. Let's get to a text from Nicholas here, and it's not necessarily just this game, but the whole conference schedule. He asks, over or under, 500 in conference play. So are they going to get above 500 in this conference season? That would be above, uh, try to get to above 9-9 and if you can do that. You first. (laughs) Oh, come on. I, I'll say I'll go first. I'm gonna say under. I, I mean they could go five they could go nine and nine. Yeah. Uh do they go ten and eight? I'm gonna say probably not. I'm gonna say nine and nine feels like I'm not gonna say the ceiling because they could show me something that they haven't yet. But, but this eight, is a tough league. But eight and ten really is essentially what you're saying is eight and ten is more likely than ten and eight. Um yeah. I don't think that's what the question asks, but yes, I think that is what I would agree with. Well, yeah, well, um, sure. Because like if we're talking over under night, I hear I hear your point. Five hundred itself is still an option technically, yes. but in the question, it kind of ignores the possibility. Um, so yeah, I think you're right. I understand it now. I think I think I would still say under. If you set it at nine and a half, like the win total nine and a half, I would go under. It's a little tougher to say under five hundred, but again, if you're not giving me nine and nine as an option. I would think under more likely than over, unfortunately. Just with what we've seen, and again, more of it's about the strength of the league. Like, I, I think it's yeah, a really the, tough league, and Mizzou is Mizzou's Mizzou's lost not, to a team that they shouldn't. Like, I just And Mizzou's not getting too many favors either with the schedule. Like, it, Yeah, the league has gotten better, but you have uh, Kentucky's on the road. You've got Alabama on the road. And but you don't, don't play come... Kentucky twice, right? Like that's helpful. No, you don't. You don't play. You don't play either of those teams twice. So yeah, you're right. I mean, in that sense, yeah, but you would rather have that game at home, right? To at least give yourself some yeah. shot. If you think you have a shot at it at all, yes. I almost look at it from the other side to say, and eh, Mizzou's not quite on that level this year. 
maybe it's a good thing that if they're going to lose that game, it doesn't take away a home game that they could yeah. actually win. Yeah, I, I understand know? that side of it. But you do get A&M twice. That's a toughie. I mean, uh, South Carolina looks better than uh, maybe expected, So, and you get them twice. So, I mean, it's... I don't think it does you too many favors. I'm also going to say under. If I have to ask me what's more likely, based off of what I've seen, this team's going to struggle to get to nine and nine. Not saying they can't do it, but it's going to be a. They're going to have to show me something more than what I've seen uh, through the first thirteen games. Trying to project out, I can't see more than nine and nine. But yeah, I'm going to say under also. Okay, so here's another one back to this specific game. I think a storyline of Mizzou's conference season is going to be what's the role in the usage and the contributions from Connor Vanover because it's kind of been hot and cold. It goes all the way back to when they signed him, Andy, where I said, okay, we know this player. We've seen this guy before, uh, both at Arkansas, and then we, we knew he made the tournament with Oral Roberts last year. Is he going to fit the style that Mizzou, that we've known Mizzou to play under Dennis Gates in that one year? How much are they really going to put him on the floor? In the last game against Central Arkansas, he played 16 minutes. He only had two rebounds. Like, if yeah. we're talking about rebounding, that's the whole reason he's in the game, rebounding in blocks. He did put in a few points in that game, but that was Central Arkansas. That's not going to be the caliber of opponent that you see in the SEC night in, night out. For me, like, Connor Vanover's got to be able to rebound, but I also have a hard time setting this line because I don't know how much he will play. If he like, Does he mix in well, or does Dennis Gates have to sort of abandon him in certain games in the lineup, but I'll set it at over or under six and a half. I think like six and a half minutes or rebounds. I'm going to go rebounds. rebounds so for... baked within that, how much do you think he plays? And then with that, do you think he's able to attain the the, the line on the rebounding? Because that's that's got to be a big part of his game to me. Be a presence underneath. See, I sure hope it's over, but I I haven't seen it. I'm going to go under. I, I don't. Yeah. I don't think. Uh, Especially with how, because I don't think he'll. Because I wondered if you were saying minutes there or not. No, I know. Like, yeah, so like it's a it's, it's a two pronged thing. Yeah. You take under on the rebounds because that could be an indication of he plays sixteen minutes and only gets two rebounds like yeah. he just did, or he just doesn't play because he's not filling the role that they would need from him as a guy of his size. And I think that's either way you go with that. I think it's a fair way to analyze, and that's like kind of concerning, but also you know they. They didn't get Connor Vanover the very first day of transfer portal season, right? Like, right. It's not to say they're not happy he's a Tiger, but it's just one of those things that the, the transfer class came together the way that it did, and now you are left to try and do the, the most that you can with what you've got. 875-KTGR, give us your over-unders for Mizzou and Georgia this weekend. And maybe this one, before we head to break, we haven't gotten a good indication of what this could look like over the last couple of games because they've been blowouts. But over or under 11 and a half different guys played by Mizzou. I think, I think it's going to be over again. Over. I don't think yeah. it should be. I, I, if, if I had my way, it'd be under. But, right. you know, Dennis Gates has to do what he thinks is best but for I'm, But, I mean, again, it's conference play. Maybe there's a different mindset. I don't know. But Why wouldn't Illinois have been a different mindset? Or, you know, it's very you know true. I mean? like, well, they well, played some games. Well, that one's maybe a bad example because of the Because blowout, the but. way that the game played out, and then he got yeah. some different guys in the game at the end. And that also went into Central Arkansas. Jackson Francois got in the game, technically. So hey, I'd baby. Be, yeah, so. I'd start him. Uh, <laughs> maybe so. Uh, but, I mean, it's. It has to be a different mindset because you know these are the important ones. So maybe that changes Dennis Gates' thinking a little bit. But, no, I I kind of agree with you. He's shown us that he's going to play a bunch of different guys. And 
Whether we like it or not, that's probably what's yeah. going to happen. Like, that was a last year narrative that I think would have been fair, but with the way that the conference or the non-con schedule ramped up so quickly this year, I just don't think, like, I think you had to take all those games seriously, and it's not to say that they didn't, but they they didn't win enough in the non-con to expect to have the return to the NCAA tournament that we were kind of hoping for. Yeah. So that's kind of where it's at. Give us your over-unders for Mizzou Men's Hoops at 875-KTGR with a call or a text. We'll get to some more of those. And Play Fade Eliminates is not happening, unfortunately. Brendan is taking it away from us. Why? <laughs> we had a chance to Why? do it for the first time in 2024. Play Fade Eliminate. Nope. Brendan says, can't have it. He'll, he'll tell you why next. You're listening to The Big Show Podcast on KTGR.com. Back here on The Big Show, KTGR, KTGR.com, and the KTGR app. Give us your over-unders for Mizzou Men's Hoops as they have their first conference game of the season this Saturday against Georgia. Tips off at noon, pregame at 1130, right here on KTGR. All right, Brendan, fess up. Why no play fade eliminate today? Why? Why? Okay, guys, this is pretty simple. I'm happy to explain myself. Yeah. The reason for not doing play fade eliminate today, uh, the typical game that we play on Thursdays to get people set for the fantasy football weekend ahead, yeah. is because the fantasy football season is over. It's already done. Well, how do you know? So there's no reason to do it. What? How do you know? What do I mean? How do I know? It's done. There's no, I mean, there's nothing to, there's nothing left to be done. The championships were last weekend. No matchup still. I mean, it could still happen. In week 18, in week 18, they've got a fantasy, they've got a fantasy season riding on what's happening in week 18. I don't tell people how to live their life. Come on. There's maybe a league out there. Well, that is the difference between you and I. If you're out there in a league for fantasy football that has a championship matchup still going in week 18. I, I'm going to speak directly to you now. What you need to do over the next eight months or so before the next NFL season is leave that league and find a different one. And then you'll be set. You'll be all good to go. See, I remember like when I first started fantasy football, I can't remember how old I was, but I was I was a kid. And it was normal to go into the last week of the season. It was normal to go into week 17 almost. I mean, I don't know if I was in really bad leagues or anything like that. But no, I was in league with my buddies and we still played into week 17 at the time was the, was, was the, the last, last week. week. And right. usually it'd be four playoff teams. You would have two weeks to decide each matchup instead of one week. So you'd combine two weeks total. And yeah, you would combine weeks 16 and 17. And there are probably still places that do that, but maybe move it up to make sure they avoid week 18. But Again, like we're still seeing like fantasy football experts out there saying, well, you know, if you still have a league going, I guess this is who you should play and who you shouldn't. But it's that that was all I was kind of putting out there. Cause it's not nobody not playing the fantasy football this week. I understand most are not, but the uh, the idea that folks would accept playing fantasy football and have like not just fantasy football, but the championship game. Like, this is the most important week for the people that are involved still in the championship, whether it's a one-week or two-week yeah. format. Like, you're still involved in this. It comes down to this. Um, it reminds me of the quote by Ricky Bobby where he says, Mr. Dennett, with all due respect, that idea ain't worth <laughs> a velvet painting of a whale and a dolphin getting it on. Oh, like, yeah. there is no 
reason at all to to have this be the way you play your fantasy football leagues. Think of the players that are not going to play this week. No, yeah. Patrick Mahomes, not playing. He was probably a first or second round pick in your league. Cooper Cup, first or second, maybe third round, depending on when you drafted that him. That old bag. Injury in your league. Don't, do not besmirch the name of Cooper Cup. Well, guess what? He <laughs> just played, did. He had, he had some good games. He had some good moments. Not enough. Um, well, it is what it is. Not enough for a top um, six pick, pal. Washed. Well, no, you draft you drafted at the wrong time. That's the thing because when I drafted, I got him in like the second, third round because he was like having an injury right at the beginning of the season. But anyway, not washed. I'm actually going to be excited to draft him at a discount again next year. But that being said, like he's not playing. There are so many guys around the league that are not playing that you drafted with premium picks in your league, and now you're telling me that as the best team, I should go without these players. Christian McCaffrey, I know he's hurt, but he wouldn't have played healthy in Week 18 for the Niners with nothing on the line. So like. You can't do this to yourself. If you accept this in a league next year, you're doing it to yourself. Like the, it's already enough of a crapshoot in the fantasy playoffs, with without this little inclusion of like half the league and the good players in particular, because the teams that make the playoffs are the teams that have the good fantasy players generally, and so you're you're going to be without those guys in your championship game. It's already bad enough in week 17 with all the injuries that happen. I'm telling you, you do yourself a favor next year. That's why I'm not, I didn't do it. I couldn't do Play Fade Eliminate today. I Man. couldn't give fantasy advice because the fantasy season should be over. Play DraftKings. It's fun. I once had a nice win on, you know, like a, a DFS Week 17 back in the day. But to have your league come down to that, I couldn't stomach it. Couldn't be me. In general, I agree with you, yes. I don't have – all of my leagues are done, and I'm not – uh, needing any sort of fantasy advice this week, and most part, I had a guy DM either, me. So. I had a guy DM me this week that was like, "Hey, should I play Jamar Chase?" I'm like, "Play him in what? <laughs> what? What are yeah. you talking about? <laughs> it's over." Is he gonna? He's not playing. No, wouldn't be because the Bengals are. Out I have of no it. idea. Like, just don't ask yourself those yeah, questions exactly. next year. Change leagues. Well, play fail eliminate is uh, going away in the, into the chest until I guess September. So. Hope you got your licks in while you could. Thanks for joining us. Thanks to Chris Krasinski of the Columbia Daily Tribune for joining us as well. We've got our picks tomorrow. He's Brendan. He's producer Chris. I'm Andy. We're up for now.